Hey, welcome back. This is the Greenhouse Podcast, where we help people live into their purpose and potential. I'm your host, Steve Perkins, and today our guest is Mark O'Donnell, who is a head coach at EOS Worldwide. And I realize I've read the book Traction, which is part of EOS's suite of books, but not everyone is familiar. So EOS stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System, and they kind of created this comprehensive system for businesses and leaders And honestly, it even applies for individuals and they have some tools for individuals in your own life or in your family to kind of just be more successful at what you're trying to set out to do. So he talks about this, but 97% of strategic plans in business actually go unimplemented. And the reason, at least Mark's belief and EOS's belief that I agree with is just because there's no real clear systems or processes to make those things a reality. So Mark gets into a little bit about the system and some of what's in the book Traction. He himself has just a lot of credibility in the space. He's a nine-time Inc. 500 and 5,000 entrepreneur. He is a certified EOS implementer. And his role within the organization is actually to kind of oversee the over 360 different implementers, which are kind of like consultants that come into the business and help you apply their system. He oversees all of them and, and makes sure that what you read in the book is actually what you get from the implementer. So I'm excited to have them on because their core belief is we want to help entrepreneurs and people do what they love, make an impact, be compensated well, have more time for the stuff they care about. And it's just really aligned with a lot of our beliefs at Greenhouse. So Mark himself has a passion to help other entrepreneurs build their businesses. And we wanted to have him on and just hear more of what he has to say. Yeah, it's been a while. What have you been up to? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's 2020 shaping up like for you? Well, 2020 is shaping up for me to have probably fewer clients, to be honest. Uh-huh. I've One of the books that I read every single year is Essentialism by Greg McEwen. And so it's really about the disciplined pursuit of less but better And so I've come to the realization that I've been traveling all over southeastern Pennsylvania, really over the northeast for my clients, and just really come to the the conclusion, the realization that my clients need to come to me and why missing Pennsylvania. And so Uh making that transition over to really just simplify my life down and prioritize it in the way that it should be with family first and all those different things. And as I always tell my clients, prioritization is having to say no to really great stuff. And <laughs> I've been up to 34, 35 clients. And so coming back down to a client load that makes sense for my family and that, so they can be there for them. And yeah, so I mean, really, that's, that's what 2020 is shaping up to be. I plan on doing a lot of traveling. US Worldwide is launching uh, London in September. And so uh-huh. I'll be taking the entire family to London then. And so just have some really great travel planned for, That's cool. for 2020. So, yeah. Well, congrats. Yeah. The <laughs> prioritization, especially when it's a lot of good stuff is not easy. What is that? What do you find it's uh, already doing for you to, to reduce clients and focus more? I think when you, when you start to reduce the number of clients you have, you start very quickly realizing that right fit clients is really the the flywheel that makes 
everything go. And I think that's true for whatever business you're in, finding the right fit people that just you're energized by being with them and helping with them. They're really grateful and appreciative. They're growth oriented. All those things that for me make a great fit client by reducing the client load. And there's some that are, that are going to have a different relationship with me that are right fit clients, but it's just time for them to go. And by the nature of what EOS is, it's about creating independence versus dependence. So it's a natural evolution of what I do anyway, but then just doing a little bit less. And then, so it can also focus on, like I said, the family components, but then my role as head coach at EOS Worldwide, it's about being able to give the community of 360 plus implementers the time and attention that they need to grow their businesses, which ultimately for me is what juices me up. It's helping other people get what they want from their business. And my personal sort of results and success is just an outcropping of how many people I impact and help. Yeah. And explain what is EOS for anyone who hasn't read the book yet, because I recently read it and I feel like I've had a lot of conversations about it since, but just give an overview and especially for anyone who's listening who isn't like a business owner or somebody in a leadership position, I think they'd also be interested. Sure. So EOS stands for the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And what it is, it's a complete proven system to help entrepreneurs, business owners get everything they want from their business. And we do that, the EOS implementers like myself and the book in general, because you can read the book and implement the tools, the systems and processes. You don't necessarily need an implementer to help you, although it's beneficial, is we're helping you do three things that we call vision, traction, and healthy. So vision from the standpoint of getting you, your leadership team, the three to eight people at the helm of the business, 100% on the same page with your vision, where you're going, and how you're going to get there. And then traction from the standpoint of creating all the disciplines and habits, the accountability necessary to execute on every aspect of that vision. I don't know who, who did the study, but it was that 97% of all strategic plans go unexecuted. And really traction is the piece that, that is missing. And so we teach all of those tools. EOS gives you all those tools. And then the third component is healthy, and that's just creating really healthy cohesive and functional leadership teams because they don't get along very well together all the time. And so we just get to the point, US is designed to help you just get to the point where your vision is crystal, crystal clear. You know how to execute, you're masters of execution and you're moving forward as a really healthy, cohesive and sort of a fun loving group of people running the organization. So really that's what EOS is designed to do with the entrepreneur operating system and uh, it stems from the book Traction by Gina Wickman, and there's four other books as well. Have you found it to be helpful in your personal life too? For sure. There's, uh, we have a tool, it's called the, the Family Plan or the Personal VTO, the Vision Traction Organizer. And, and I was just telling my wife the other day, we, when I first started implementing EOS in my businesses, I was passionate as I am today about it. And I, made the mistake or uh, of implementing us in my family <laughs> and, and, and at first you think oh well you know that's kind of crazy and it but it worked and uh -huh. it, it after a while my kids are like really dad so i stopped doing it <laughs> and we had a, our personal vto and we had a list that it has a bucket list of things that uh -huh. you want to accomplish and travel 
and whatever that is. And we've literally executed almost every aspect of that. At this just, point. So I'm it was just, very, it creates lots of direction for yeah. you and your family. And so it's really great. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard because I'm nerdy enough that I also think that's a great idea, but I'm picturing like <laughs> your family at the dinner table. All right, family meeting, like, and you're oh, yeah. all jazzed up with your notebooks and your planners and everyone else is like, oh my God, really yeah. again? <laughs> yeah. And I literally had an easel with, you know, sticky chart paper and a marker and like, you know, went, went to town at it, but um, that's cool. I should probably actually get back to that because it was very effective. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's really exciting stuff to me because both with individuals and with teams and companies, we've heard so much of the same thing. There's so many talented people kind of like waiting around and wanting to make a contribution, but not knowing what is the direction? Like, what should I be focused on? So that vision piece, that's actually the first thing that stood out to me in the traction book was a lot of people skip vision, maybe go right to a mission or right to goals. But, but that vision piece was really important. Yeah, it's really the North Star for your business and for your life. What do you really want to get out of it? And when you talk about big, hairy, audacious goals, these big things that people choose, it actually doesn't matter what you pick. It's just that you pick something, it, it creates a lot of energy for you. And you can just then create all your goals and objectives based on that, that, one, that one thing, that one big goal that you're striving for. It doesn't even have to be realistic, otherwise it wouldn't be big and hairy, right? Yeah. I mean, what's your backstory? You, so you've had a lot of entrepreneurial experiences yourself and successes that yeah. led to this, uh, what created this passion for you? So I started out as a engineer in big pharma. So I was a process engineer uh, working in pilot plants and you know, biotechnology. And in, in 2006, I left one company, went to the other. And I got to the, the point where it was getting a little boring. And my brother just calls me one day and he's like, hey, we should start a business doing what we do. He's also an engineer. And I said, okay, fine, let's just do it. So we started an engineering <laughs> consulting business uh, by January 2007. We grew that from the two of us to over 200 people. We caught the entrepreneurial bug and we started a whole bunch of companies. I think at one point we had 23 LLCs and nine of them, I would say, <laughs> that really stuck. So we just really were striving to grow these companies. And, and like you said, made Inc. 500, 5,000, five times with the, the main company and a couple other times with uh, a few others, I think nine total times. And we just needed a system to harmoniously orchestrate all these companies. And one of my business partners came, you know, said, Hey, we should, uh, go on a search and try to find something. So I found traction, read the book. Hey, this is what we're going to do. And so we started implementing, I started implementing the, the systems in EOS myself and then quickly found it was sort of like Dr. Heal thyself. So I hired an external <laughs> implementer who's actually Jonathan Smith, one of my business partners now. And we started implementing, I just became more passionate about, helping other people achieve their goals and, and they're hitting their objectives and really living according to their unique ability, like Dan Sullivan calls it. And I was having a lot more fun doing that than running my own companies. And so 
exited the day-to-day of those companies in 2015, ultimately sold the, the company to private equity by the end of 2018, so not that long ago. And ever since, I've been just spending all my time helping other entrepreneurs get what they want from their businesses and just doing that all day, every day. Yeah. What are some of the, what are some of your favorite, maybe like two or three of your favorite tools from the whole system? So I think there are a few key components to EOS. And I think one is the accountability chart. And it sounds strange, but it's a simple tool that just lays out the right structure for your business with very clear roles and responsibilities. I have little kids. Have you ever seen like six-year-olds, eight-year-olds playing soccer? Yeah. Yeah. So they're just like following the ball around in a big group. And so the accountability chart gets everyone in an organization who are typically operating like little kids playing soccer, just totally crystal clear on what there's to be delivering to the business every day. The add-on tool to that, once you're clear on the structure, it's scalable, everyone's crystal clear on their roles and responsibilities, using a tool called the Delegate and Elevate tool comes right along with that. And what is it? what it is is just four quadrants. In the top left quadrant are things that you love and you're great at. In the top right, things that you like and are good at. And in the bottom left, things that you don't like but you're good at it. And in the bottom right is things that you don't like and you're not good. And so when you think about all the tasks that you're executing on every day and then you put them into those four quadrants, very clearly you come to the realization of what you should be doing and what you should not be doing, what you should uh-huh. be delegating out. And so for me, when an entrepreneur gets really crystal clear on the things they love and they're great at and they just focus in on that, and they delegate everything in those bottom two quadrants of don't like but good and don't like not good to somebody else that creates the accountability chart, creates empty seats in your organization. And that really is what spurs growth in an organization. They become outcroppings of themselves and then eventually it, it grows into an organization. And for me, in, in my career, what I found is that my entire business was in one of those bottom two quadrants. Uh, running a pharmaceutical services business. Uh, and so I had to delegate it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just delegate a company real quick. That's right. That's right. What so, did you find through all that? What have you found to be some of your unique abilities? I think is the phrase you used. Yeah. So I think for me, it's about getting people inspired to take action and creating a context for them where they're crystal clear on what they want and they have the tools to execute. And so I just really, um, when I'm working with my clients, spur them into action. And so if you're familiar with StrengthsFinder, my number one strength is Activator. And so um, my my number two is Command. So I really just jump in and and get people going and, and moving the business forward. That's cool. I have activator as well. And there's very few of us. (laughs) There's few of us. So we don't realize it's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, that's fun. I'm kind of curious. I'm curious about a lot of things because I think when I read the book, I thought, wow, there's so many 
different tools in here. And I think you, you called it a complete system and it really didn't yeah. feel like that. It, it hits on all the different areas. And I'm just curious, like how do people tend to uh, receive or process through implementing this stuff? Is it sure? I don't know if it's more of a, the, not necessarily the timeline, but how does it, how do you, how have you noticed people kind of start to take it in, internalize it, implement it and what tends to happen there? Yeah. And the quick answer to that is one step at a time. Th- that's really what the role of an EOS implementer is, is to help clients through that very specific process to implement all those tools into their company. It makes it sticky. When I, I was in Vistage and other entrepreneurial groups where I'd sort of go to the meeting, I'd read a book and I'd come back and say, okay, everyone, we're going to do this book now. And every month it was sort of this flavor of the month. And what EOS does, it's time-based learning and you get rid of that flavor of the month. So the process, the system is very sticky in an organization. So the way the EOS proven process, the EOS process is you start off with what's called a focus day. So the the very first step is a 90 minute meeting where you're selling essentially and providing value to the organization in terms of, are they bought in to implementing this system, understanding what's going to take the overview. And once they're there and they're ready to go, we do what's called a focus day. And whether you do this with an implementer, you do it with uh, by yourself in the book, you, you follow these exact same things. And the focus day is, talking about mastering the five leadership abilities. You're creating the accountability chart. You are setting rocks. You're implementing the level 10 meetings and the meeting pulse in your business. And then you're creating a scorecard. That's pretty much where you want to start. So the accountability chart, meetings, rocks, and scorecard. Then you just practice those simple tools for 30 days. You come back, you review the tools, and then you start answering the, the vision side. We always do traction first and vision second. Like I mentioned, 97% of strategic plans go unexecuted. And that's because typically people dive into the vision piece. Oh, what are my core values? And you know all that sort of thing. They don't focus in on the execution. So we want people to focus on the execution first. 30 days after that focus day, we go to vision building. We review the tools. We create your core values. Then we create your core focus, your purpose, cause, passion, and your niche. We set that 10-year target five to 30 years out, going real, um, just setting it out what we want to accomplish as an organization, what's your marketing strategy. About 30 days after that, we come back, we review all those tools, we finish up the marketing strategy, we set a three-year picture, and then we break down, which is a vivid vision exercise, we break that three-year picture down into a one-year plan, and then we break that one-year plan down into a new set of rocks, and then we have an issues list. It's about 60 days, and at this time, you're not rolling any of these tools out to the rest of the organization. You are just practicing them as a leadership team. So you're learning it and getting it baked into how you work. There's a weekly meeting. That's sort of a a linchpin to the organization. That was going to be my third tool that you asked about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then you just meet once per quarter on a regular cadence. You reset, you check in with the vision, make make sure your team's on the same page because sometimes they're not. And then you just execute on a quarterly and annual basis. And that's the, the process that you use to implement the tools so they're sticky 
you go one level at a time in the organization. So once the leadership team is operating in the, in the system, then one level down from that leadership team. It's really one team at a time, one level at a time when they're ready. Yeah, it, it seems, takes two years. It's a, well, that's interesting, the two years, because I was just thinking it's a very logical kind of system and set of steps, but mm-hmm. it probably takes a lot of consistency and commitment. It definitely does. And what we like to say, and this comes from Don Tinney, the co-founder of EOS Worldwide, is EOS is for you as long as you envision a bigger, brighter, better future for yourself. And if you don't, let's not waste our time. Let's just yeah. give it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it, take, it takes some, some effort and focus for sure, but it's absolutely worth the, the journey. And it's about entrepreneurial freedom because when you execute in this way, the owner, the entrepreneur really gains freedom in, in all of their ideas, their, the vision they have becomes something that the team executes on and it's very freeing. That's exciting to hear about, obviously, as an entrepreneur. I'm kind of curious what people could get started with. Do you have any tools or resources, suggestions, where they could start diving into some of this stuff or, or prepare or even implement something from the book? Sure. Yeah, I mean, for the very first step would be to read Traction and go through that. The EOS target market is, some, uh, is a company with 10 to 250 employees. That's really a sweet spot. We have some that are smaller and some that are bigger, but we really, that's kind of the the sweet spot for the tools. So if you're a a starting out entrepreneur, uh, Gino wrote another book called Entrepreneurial Leap, which is really great. And do do you have what it takes to become an entrepreneur? From the, the tools, so that's where I would start if you are, you know, one person, maybe two who are just starting out. If you're beyond that, read traction, start with the accountability chart, get operating with rocks in level 10 meetings. Level 10 meetings are a very specific agenda that is in the book and it just drives the business forward. Includes a scorecard and reviewing your priorities in a specific way to solve issues. Those are gonna be the key drivers to get, get you moving forward with the tools. Well, thanks for coming on. Anything else? As an entrepreneur, and you think about the four freedoms. So Dan Sullivan talks about the four freedoms, the freedom of relationships to really spend time with who you want to spend your time with. The freedom of purpose to be really crystal clear on what your purpose is and have the freedom to execute towards it and to achieve it. The freedom of time to have time to, to spend with how you want to spend it with your family, your loved ones, exploring the world and just really having that space to be creative and then having the freedom of money. And really, as we joke that money can buy happiness, in other words, it can buy you time and allow you to just really pursue your passions. And so as you think about those four freedoms, what is the underlying system that is helping you achieve those four things, those freedoms? And as W. Edwards Deming said that every system is perfectly designed to produce the results it it produces. And so do you have the system in place to achieve what you want to achieve? And if you don't, 
you need to just go back and look at that system, make the changes as necessary. So you have that system that produces those results. And I hope for every entrepreneur, they're going for freedom and not for cash. <laughs> <laughs> cash comes later. <laughs> That's awesome.